What up, everyone? Welcome again to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. That is me. Yes. That, that is you. That is me. That is you. Yes. yes Present. Yes. Present? Present. And attentive. <laughs> <laughs> now, you don't remember school? Like, uh, they, they call your name. Oh, yeah. Present. Present. Or here. Or you just raise your hand. I was proper. I said present. Yeah. Uh, man. So uh, before we start our episodes, uh, I know this weekend of recording was the 20th anniversary of September 11th. And as always, uh, we had family members that were not directly that passed away in it, but they had family members that were cops and uh, first uh, first responders that helped out on site when it happened. And I wanted to thank them and uh, our prayers still go out to all those families that all those people that lost their lives and their family that still deal with it to this day. But yes, that's that's I just wanted to add to it because it was this week weekend and it was really big. No, um, I'm not really. I mean, I was born and raised in New York, so it's for me. It's always going to be yeah impactful. Like I mean, the day the way I found out the day I heard everything was the scariest, most devastating time of my like just. You know, people because it wasn't just people like first responders that are part of my family and our family. It's I have people that like work uh, like within that area, that like buildings right next to those. Yeah. So just they got affected too by it and everything. No, well, it's just also not knowing, especially in that that minute, that moment, just knowing whether they were there, whether they were affected, whether they, they were hurt, that whether was still alive. I mean, and thinking about it, that at that time when it happened, social media wasn't what it is today. So you just didn't never knew because now like when there's an a, like a cassette, like a hurricane or earthquake or something that happens dramatically. They literally in the region. have a social media check in form. Now. Yeah, they have like a Facebook check in form like I'm safe from yeah. and your state, lo- your location. And we didn't have that. And there was days that people wouldn't wasn't able to find their family members or loved ones and everything else. So, yeah, so it was it was a very desperate, devastating time. But. We we still have to you know I mean live our life, move forward, and still remember, never forget. But twenty, 20 years, wow. Yeah, it's been twenty years. But let's get into some topics. All right, so one of Nick's I don't know if Nick knew this. So one of Nick's favorite uh, actors, Nicholas Cage. Why, why is he my favorite? When did I ever say? When did I ever say he was like my favorite? I feel like he's your favorite because he's, he's my favorite because we share the same name. No, not because you're not that superficial. No, not because you share the same name. I think it's because I, I I I consider him one of your favorite actors. I I think because of his acting method that he goes very over the top with everything. Well, he's I, he, he's, he's not very. I find it intriguing because yeah. he he um. I remember it watching was, something or reading like a something. German, like a German, German expressionist. It's like yeah. they're not really trying because most actors try to emulate human emotions. He really doesn't. Yeah, like it's weird as it sounds. I know it sounds bizarre. But like he really tries to kind of convey something completely different, and I, I find that interesting because again, most actors always try to portray well, you know, most human emotional aspects when they do that stuff. He he goes a completely. Different route. Different route. That yeah. makes it that makes his obviously his acting unique in itself. I mean, it's true. I mean, like, why does he have to you know, I mean acting is great. I mean, you wanna if you can portray somebody else like almost hundred percent, it's it's amazing. But um to be able to just come up with something completely different and I mean, show performance that's just like unheard of is amazing. Yeah. So with, with that going into it, he's mm. gonna be doing his first ever uh Western movie. 
Is that done Western? He's done. He did one Western. Well, it was considered a Western movie, but it wasn't a really a Western. It was just that uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but I remember he was like a Marine. Season of the Witch? No, that was, that no. was 18th century. Yeah. 18th century. He, there was one that he was like a Marine and he goes back to Oklahoma or somewhere in like the Midwest. And uh, he like, I guess his sister owns a bar and there's like somebody else is trying to take over and he gets into a fight. But it was just that in Midwest and they considered it a Western movie. I'm putting parentheses, air parentheses up. It's just weird that he's never done a Western because, I mean, the man has done literally every. And sometimes I wonder if he does that. He, this man fought animatronics. Beers. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and I, that's what I'm saying. I always wonder because obviously the the consensus what most people always say is that Nicolas Cage does it because of the money. You know, oh, he's desperate for the money. And maybe that's true to some degree. Maybe he needs the to money. To some but, degree. Yeah, but in my head, I'm like, I wonder if he just does it because... He he's an actor. Like in his mind, he's like he's not. He's an actor. Period. Like, like why? Why are you above anybody? Just, just take every single role. You know, if it's especially if it's completely different, it's interesting. Like, why not take it? Yeah, because at this point, they throw him anything. And a lot of his movies that were really big or, uh, I guess, gross or like profitable for him, or any movies that were really that came out was leading in Japan, because a lot of this he did a lot of uh, like uh, martial arts movies. Like with sword fighting and everything. Mm-hmm. But this one is called The Old Way. So this movie is about he's going to be playing Colton Briggs. He's a former gunslinger who is now the owner of a general store. Briggs enjoys his new quiet life with his family and does not want any trouble. However, a gang of bandits murders his wife and he finds his way turned back, turns upside. His world turns upside down. Bent on revenge, he saddles up to find the killers with his 12 year old daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it? That sounds so familiar. That sounds like so many westerns or like revenge plot movies. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what was the Road to Rendition? Was it was the one with uh, um, Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. Literally, yeah. wasn't that the same plot? Yeah, like, he he was a hitman, but this one he was no, he was a hitman before. Yeah, he was a hitman, but I just said like, but Gunston was almost the same thing. He was oh, I know. Like a, similar, but I think the uh, Road to Rendition was set in the sixties or fifties, right? Because yeah, I, I remember he had a Tommy gun. No, it was a Tommy gun, yeah. It was uh, the 18... It was in a Western. What I'm saying is that that kind of plot line is so... is very... I don't know. I played out, played out. I mean, there's so many plot lines that are played out, period. But... Yeah. Um, not even played out, because it's just common. But it's so... That one seems so common. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a revenge movie where it's not like that. Like, you know, let's say somebody is trying to be peaceful... And they kind of like dog. a mix, kind of like a mix between that and Dexter, where it's like he tries to be calm, he tries to be actually kind of like uh, they were just kind of did the same thing with uh, Mister. No- was it Nobody? Um, the one we just saw with uh, Bob Oakencourt. Oh, Bob. oh, Nobody. Yeah, like kind of similar to that, where it's just like he's just bored, or <laughs> like. You know, he tries to live a super normal life, just bored. He ends up, like, killing somebody that he shouldn't have. And then all of a sudden starts this thing where, you know, somebody kills his family because of this mistake he made. And now yeah. he has a... Gets a revenge. But so, like, that that caused revenge or something. I don't know. I just find... I would like something completely different. Like a movie. revenge on a revenge on a revenge? Like also, something just different. Something where it's like... Revenge. Something like that where... Or even where it's like... Uh, I, you know what I miss? I miss movies that were... The person seeking the revenge, yeah, has no past, has no skill, 
<laughs> and like has to develop all that just to just to complete his revenge. Oh, wait. So there's there's a lot of movies like that. Which one? I, there was well, not that he had to gain his his. Well, the only one I could think of is um, uh, Steven Seagal movie. Is that they killed his wife, and he he like he ended up in a coma. But and he, he was ha- he had all those skills before he yeah, went to but coma. He, when when he woke up, he had to like relearn how to walk. Yeah, relearn how to like. But he still had those, those skills. skill sets. Yeah, so somebody with no skills. Yeah, trying nothing. to get revenge. Yeah, like does that? Like I I mean there are movies like that too. I think uh, what is it? Is it Peppermint? Yeah, Peppermint. That she died and she had to go train herself for like six years to to learn the the ability to assassinate people. Something like cold, I don't know. So I just I want to I want to I want to get a revenge movie like that, but with something different, something interesting. Would there be, ever be a revenge movie? I'm, I I know there is like that. The it would be more of a if like let's say a family member of a boss dies, but mm-hmm. his whatever he situated put into motion is the result of them killing them, killing like their family member. Say it one more time. So like let's say if if they were like somebody robs. This person, and yeah. then just that chain of effect is that him putting the hit order ultimately wraps around and kills his daughter, but not because they're trying to revenge. It's just like a full circle of circle of events. Like her daughter caused this, which caused this, which caused this, which made him kill this person, which he wanted to get revenge on. So just a chain of events that wraps around in full circle. I can see that. like a full dilemma is like, oh no, I got one for you. I got one. Go. For you. So I want one kind of like the one you mentioned, the one with uh, Steven Seagal where he was in a coma. Yeah. So, right. So basically they kill him. They think they kill him. They kill his wife, all this stuff. Right. So he goes into a coma for like 20 years. Um, and then he comes back. He gets like full in there. He dismantles the person's organization. And then when he's about to kill the final guy, um, he finds out that this guy basically took his youngest son, trained him to be a better killer or whatever. He ends up killing his dad, but when he realizes that, that was his dad, he ultimately kills the big boss. Like, why have I seen that too? Yeah, Damn. we've seen that too. No, 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 but the kid kills it. Like, I don't know. Like, wanted. No, wait. Yeah, because he trained... They trained to think that he's a killer. Well, that, that was I guess that was, that's true, but that's the perspective of... John, John, John and the perspective Michael. of the villains versus the perspective of, of the hero. hero, yeah. So I guess it, I would like to see the same movie, but with the from, perspective from, of, of the dad, of the dad, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I guess I don't know. Or Gemini Man is the same thing. Gemini Man, no. Because they they just instead of being a son, is a clone of him thinking that he's the villain. When you but you seen the perspective. Of yeah, but he was a success. He didn't kill him. He didn't kill the last guy. He didn't kill the the original. No, he didn't kill the original, but didn't the the, the they killed the boy? The, the clone killed the boy. They killed the boy. Uh, they he he was raising two kids, two yeah. uh, two, two, two 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 clones. Yeah. So they killed the youngest one because it was more ruthless. But yeah, yeah let's, let's let's see what happens next on the docket. Is uh PlayStation did a PlayStation event uh, this past weekend? Okay, and. Just taking, uh, there was a lot of games announced. There was uh, like GTA, GTA Five, GTA Online, but the ones that that uh, really stuck with a lot of people, and and it's been on the Twitter sphere like crazy, 
is Knights of the Old Republic. It's getting a remake. This is, came out, I think, in PlayStation 1. Okay. And the next two is, or three actually, was uh, they're making a new, Marvel's making a new Wolverine game with Insomniac Games. Then we have uh, Spider-Man 2, which with Insomniac, Insomniac Games, sorry about that, uh, which I think it showed Miles Morales and Peter Parker. What? They get, so a new Spider-Man game where they both? They're are, both in it. Okay. And um, Venom is in it. I don't know if he's going to be the big bad, but as far as they've been saying is that it's going to be a one, one person single player game, not a co-op. So you can't have two people playing like one playing Parker, Peter Parker, one playing miles at the same time. Well, you got to pick them. Yeah. Or or is like one of those games that you transition to character, depending how far, when the story long as it goes, you would switch to the other person's perspective. And it'll be interesting though. If, um, you have a multiverse Spider-Man game where it's like um, depends on um, like let's say the it, it, like basically at any given time the game can switch universes. So all of a sudden you're used to being Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man with his version of civilians and his version of equipment and, and, and support, whatever. Yeah. And then you switch to Tobey Maguire's version to fight his type of villains and his uh and his like abilities. So basically, you switch universes, and then it randomly does that. So that way, you can't really get adjusted to what your abilities are, because they change based on the universe you go to, and then your villains change based on the universe you go to. I think there was a game like that. Really? There was. A, I know they they came out with the game that, and and it's been, it was yeah, it came out for uh, uh X, I think it came out Xbox three hundred and sixty when I played it, and it was Shattered Dimensions. And it would switch like that. I don't know. I don't remember. This is, um. So it's about it's Chatter Dimensions, and uh, it was that there are four dramatic, different parallel universes, and each man is own armed with its own strength. So mm-hmm. I guess you, depending on how you play, you could switch whatever character you played in. Mm-hmm. This is this is years ago, so I'm trying to remember because there's been so many games in between, and I think that you get to you could pick. This, that Spider-Man from that universe, and they're in parallel universes. So I guess they could jump into different universes, or they you could switch out mm. who you want, like, and then like Miguel O'Hara or Peter Parker, and then you play with that or the twenty ninety nine version. So let's see, let let's see, and then lastly, which one? And I know you mentioned it before, was uh, uh, God of War. God of War has been getting Rag- the most. Ragnarok. It's been getting the most though. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest one that a lot of people were talking about, and there's people shitting on like the quality of the game, like. But I'm like, it's a demo, so it's not like they're really crapping on it. But they, there's so much hype, and then it's so crap. You know what kills me is I think God of War the voiceovers are similar to Archer in the sense that almost everybody who voices a specific person, yeah, can play that person. Have you ever seen the guy who voices God of War? Yeah. I swear he can play. He can play uh, um, uh, Credo, uh, uh, Kratos. Kratos. Um, I just, uh, just something I noticed because I, I started looking up the game and then I looked up the voiceover and I'm like, wait a minute, I know that actor. Yeah. And I was like, man, he actually would be perfect. <laughs> I think a lot of games that, that take uh, certain voice actors, they try to apply their physicality or some type of facial features mm-hmm. along with the game so it could... It could uh, Almost sync up is almost like their their mannerisms are coming across as they're speaking, 
Maybe sometimes they don't do it closely enough. Like I, well, GTA, it's Grand Theft Auto. Like if you see the, the the characters that they use for Grand Theft Auto yeah. Five, in in the game, it looks exactly like them. It's like they just took the actor and hired the actor to do that that character. But being that these are mythological gods or Nordic gods, I think he's gonna fight Thor, mm-hmm. which I fucking love the idea of. That I think they they, I don't think they do exact replication uh, like representation of how they look but i think it's they'll they'll take little nuances or little things that they could use as facial expressions that to tie with the face with the with the voices going along with it or emotional expressions but that's not necessarily that that one i i understand what you're saying but i mean like once you hear a voice come out of somebody's mouth eventually you i mean you you're already associating that person sometimes we trend we tend to create a different physicality based on the voice you hear. Because, I mean, how many yeah. times have you heard somebody who is um, small in stature have a voice that sounds like they're six foot tall? Yeah, no, of course. I mean, it happens a lot. Like, So, like, think about it. Think about Mark Hamill and all the characters he's played with his voice. He probably would never match with the physical, like, appearance of the people he's played. But still, you know, still works. Yeah, true. No, I just, I just, I do find it yeah, interesting it when they do. I, I guess it... it it's more interesting when you do it that way, where you can pick, you can make sure the person looks like the character you're trying to build. Yeah. Or you base it off the way the character is. I mean, it's just, you look back on it, like, every time I see Archer, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Because, and you know the actor, so you start looking, oh, yeah. that's the same actor, yeah. Yeah, so. but when I see, when I hear Archer, I don't hear Archer, I hear Bob's Burger. <laughs> well, it shows, you, shows you who's a bigger fan. Yeah, well, I've never <laughs> seen an episode of Archer. So really? Never. You've heard it here, guys. <laughs> Shun the non-believer. Shun. Shun. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I with him with that actor. Every time I hear him, I'm like, oh Bob. Which funny enough, they did announce a Bob's Burger movie is coming in 2023. So that's a how qu- is that? A, a that's quick, that's crazy quick, to me. Quick sliding into that because I, I I just read. I was like, just, I'm like, what? Hell yeah! Wait, Bob's Burger is like animated movie or Bob's Burger animated. live action? Oh, about to animated. Say. I, I think it's animated. From from the picture that they showed, it was it looks like it's gonna be animated because I think there was a hand or a spatula looking up a little bit. I just saw a, a small like thumbnail saying Bob's Burger twenty twenty three. I think I just think it's funny. Um, like it's not that Bob's Burger is bad. It's just it's weird. It's just weird. The whole point is weird, and I like weird, but it's amazing how I seem it, that seems to have more popularity than a lot of other shows that you would think like really like. More than that one? Like, okay. the fact that you have never seen Archer over Bob's Burgers is And I've seen a amazing. lot of Bob's Burgers, like, seasons of Bob's Burgers. You know they have an episode of Archer where he plays Bob from Bob's Burgers? <laughs> For real? I'm not kidding. There literally is an episode where, I guess, in the beginning, he, he like, forgets who he is. So they have an Archer cartoon version of Bob's Burgers. <laughs> in Archer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like it's only the beginning, but it's still funny. Oh man, it's hilarious! See, there you go. They that that'll make you watch it. Now I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna just watch just to watch that episode. That's it. Just like people that watched uh, Supernatural for the Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. All right, so next topic, and this mm. is a lengthy one because it's gonna trickle into the other ones. So just start off. So yeah, Andrew right, Garf- trickle away. So Andrew Garfield yeah. um, was in a, I guess, in a recent interview, and he was he just keeps denying the. The rumors that he's going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. 
Okay, so is he denying it, or is he denying it like a girl who is just obvious, like, like a girl who is like really like, dude, you, you, you really are flirting with that person, like from like it was like, no, I'm not interested, like, and then looks back and laughs, like, okay, you're not interested in that person. He no, then why know, giggle and laugh you know and like what? blink? He's, and he's, like, he's denied it, and from from the from the interview that I was, like the the transcripts that I was reading on it. I feel like he's denied it in a way that he's not saying no, I'm not in it. But, but that's what like, I mean. He's no, like, he's like he's not saying no, I'm not in it. He's saying like it would be cool if I was in that movie. Not saying like he's denying that and that fact, saying not giving a definite no, but just saying like you know what, I would have loved to be in the movie, but you know that would be cool to have fans see. See, he's friend zoning the question. Okay, yeah, he, he's very really, he's being very he, diplomatic. That's no, what he's, it is. no, he's friend zoning the question. <laughs> Like we, oh, just, just you know, we don't have a chance here, right? Of you know, no, I'm not interested. Like then, flirting, laughing, well, not right now. I'm like, okay, see, no, <laughs> no. just say no. You're not, you're not gonna do the movie, right? No, just say no. One word. Don't say yeah. Don't laugh and giggle and like and try to play it off and then kind of imply no. Just say no. Stop friends on in the question. All right, Andrew. This that's Nick's version. Of telling if you're not in, just say no. Just say no. Yeah, but getting into that mm-hmm. is um, there the movie Encantado from Disney. This is how it leads. This is weird how it leads into it. So it's great. So Encantado is a, was a Disney animated movie, which is going to be the first I think animated movie recently since the pandemic that's going to be going to theater directly into theater. And doing a 30-day run before it goes into streaming. What do you mean it's the first one for Disney? Animated? They haven't oh, animated. I thought I missed that, <clears throat> that one no, little no. word. Yeah. The first animated movie. So, and this and this is a lot that was followed in a conversation that we've been having for like the past week or two. And it, and it really falls on to the success that Chung, uh, Shang-Chi had in theaters. Being okay. that it went to theater only and now it's soon, probably in the next three weeks or four is going to be going into um, streaming, a uh, possible uh, streaming option. I just Rachel, hope, I just Disney hope, Plus. and I said this again, and I hope they don't do this with this animated movie either. You want to you want to give them the 30 days to try to see what they can do in the theater? Good, have at it. But don't freaking then release it to Disney Plus at $30 premium. Come on, man. Just, you know, like that, you're just being greedy. Yeah. So they haven't announced if they're going to do like a, a premium access to it. Based if it's I, they haven't they haven't said anything. Well, we're gonna find out first with Shang Chi because I think they have a forty five day window. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna get that forty five days before they hit their thirty when it goes to streaming. So, but I don't know it if it's based off. Well, actually, it sounds like it's both gonna come at the same time. <clears throat> well, because didn't Shang Chi basically come out like fifteen days? Like, well, it came out last week. It came out last week. So seven days. So that but means this one's coming out on Christmas. Which one? Oh, uh, I thought you meant like it's coming out like now or something. No, no, because that was coming out on Christmas. Okay. So this is the first animated uh, that that will be coming out in um, theaters only. Mm. Well, no, that's the thing. That's weird because there's other ones that are coming out. Because right now they they already have um, they have exclusivity rights to go to theaters. Are the last duel gone? Uh, Ron's gone wrong, which is an animated that comes out in mid October. Mm. Eternals. West Side Story and The Kingsman, that mm-hmm. forty five a forty five now they, they those movies have a forty five day window. Yeah. So I don't know if they're testing the thirty day theory with this one and leaving those. At, they, I know they're going to leave those at forty five, but going back to Shang Chi, pretty much established 
um, with the market and all the other movies that box office is coming back a little bit, but it has to be a movie that ha- on a grand scale that is going to bring those numbers in. It's like no, no mid-level movie is going to bring I so told, many people. I remember what I told you. I, I, it's like an event. I, that's what I've said. Movie theaters will become like, like almost a lot of different things. Like, for example, like horseback riding. It becomes an event, like something that people used to do commonly, and then now it just became something that you do kind of like special occasions type thing, you know, whatever. Or horseback uh, riding? What? You no, know? I'm saying, but you when you oh. go horseback riding, that's you don't do it at a daily basis. Like obviously, like, you know, a hundred years ago, you do it now, like it's a special occasion thing, like, oh, yeah. you must specially do this. Or like um like yeah, you know, I, I noticed I wanna, bowling. I wanna know what you do on when you when you're no, not home, you go horseback riding? No. <laughs> No, but okay, like a perfect a perfect example is uh, bowling, right? Bowling used to be something you just do. You could literally go bowling every day. Like, you used to go to the bowling alley. It was nothing. Now, I think it feels like bowling alleys are, like, the commonplace bowling alleys where you just go every day are becoming far between. And now you get stuff like the one, uh, the ones that we have in, in International Drive where it's, like, you're paying a premium per game. So it's only, like, a special event type situation. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, like, I don't know. I, I, and the thing is, after going to the movie theater the other day, I realized, I'm like, it wasn't bad. It was it was an interesting, I mean, it hasn't been back to the theater in a minute, but I'm like, I wasn't as comfortable, and I wish, I basically, I wish I was, and I was just sometimes where I wish I could pause to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I kind of really missed, you know, watching it at home. Home, yeah. So with that being said, they, yeah. like, uh, now, because they were a lot of, a lot of, production companies were holding their they were holding to see the results of Shang-Chi to see what they were doing because if it did bad did badly then they were going to postpone their movies another year another six months mm-hmm. like Eternals Spider-Man and Venom were on the block to see which way they were going mm-hmm. confirming that the movie did good I think it, it, it passed 75 million I think it's up to 100 million um, worldwide or domestically, because I don't think it's gone into China yet. But being that they did so successfully and way more than they expected, <clears throat> they're keeping their dates. And actually, Venom got pushed forward a week or two weeks. So I know they were supposed to come out in mid mid October, end of October. It was supposed to come out October twenty second, the same time as. Um, I honestly do not believe people are going to show up to the theater for Venom. No, no, but but here's the thing: uh, it was supposed to go the same, come out the same weekend as. Um, the same weekend as uh, Halloween Kills, they were they pushed. It was supposed to come oh, out in September. Definitely not gonna show up for the yeah, yeah. So originally, <laughs> it was supposed to come out in September. Yeah, and then because of the numbers of the pandemic and and uh, wait, but who's who's uh who's doing Halloween Kills? Paramount. So again, both of them are gonna run the forty five day window. Yeah, no, Paramount's doing it's coming out Halloween Kills at the same time in theaters on on uh, Paramount Plus. Hey, where to go for Paramount? But the only reason they're doing that is most likely is to get their numbers up because they're at the bottom of the barrel. What do you mean? Like, in terms of streaming service, well, like I mean, they're, ranking, they're, they're at the bottom. So, they, But their flagship movie was, the, the two f- movies or the flagship movie they started this whole process was The Quiet Place 2, which, again, I love The Quiet Place 1, but I one, I don't think the trailers sold people on The Quiet Place 2. And by that point, people were kind of like, because remember, that was the first one to, to, that should have came out. The next time we were going to the theater, yeah. So all the buzz was buzzed out, yeah, to a certain degree. And the movie itself, I don't felt, I didn't feel like it had the same impact. 
No, like no, it felt it felt very phoned in by a lot of people, as far as the movie itself. No, of course. So I what you're saying. that was a bad flagship movie to judge that whole trial that they tried. Yeah, so and Snake Eyes wasn't any better. Oh, was no. Snake Eyes one of them? No, no, Snake Eyes wasn't. Snake Eyes was on premium uh, uh, prime. Uh, uh, Wait, but who does who does Snake Eyes though? Snake Eyes Snake Eyes wasn't free. Oh no, but isn't Snake Eyes premium uh, pl- uh, Paramount? Yeah, but they have. I don't think they released it in Paramount yet. Okay. I think they still have it on. They had it. They started to have it on uh, Amazon Prime. No, they did, Prime. but they were trying to get twenty bucks for that. Yeah, fuck that. But um, so yeah, so mm. Halloween Kills is coming out on the same day as Paramount Plus. Uh, going back to Venom was in September, pushed back to October twenty second, and now it's being pushed back a week by on October seventeenth. Mm. So this indicates that. With the numbers that Shang Chi pulled in, or the 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 people that pulled in into theaters, they were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we could we could still keep our dates." So I think it's smarter them one to pull back a push forward a week, so that you're not competing with Halloween Kills on the pretty much the weekend of Halloween or, or the week prior to Halloween. So that's gonna you're gonna you're going against somebody that owns but, that market. So here's another thing I was thinking about right now. So right now, movies movies don't how to put this. I don't think movies are competing when it comes to the theater anymore because like you said right now the movie itself has to draw people to even want to go to the theater yeah let alone so it's not about the competition because let's say halloween kills and this guy came out the same exact time how people might still go to Halloween kills because that's pushing them to basically what i'm saying is if people wanted to see venom in the theater they would go they would go it's not a question of like, well, we're going to watch this one versus this one because it's not, people are not, people need to be, now it's, people need to be encouraged. Before it used to be literally, because I used to be one of those people where I literally just go to theater and then pick a movie. Like it was, going to the theater was not based on the movie that was out. It was just based on the fact that I wanted to go to the theater. Your, your availability, pretty much. Yeah, I just wanted to go. Yeah. And then you just pick the movie that was there when you're there. I don't think people are going to theaters that way. I'm, they're planning. They're planning even more to go. Yeah, like now it has to be, well, it's worth going because of this movie now. Yeah. It's, so people are not just going. So that's why I'm like, I, the competition thing is not as, I don't think it's as as, uh, as relevant as it used to be. But Halloween Kills, yeah, people I think would show up to a theater for that. But if it's coming out of the thing, people might just watch at home. Yeah. But I, I still don't think it? that's going to change people wanting to go. Because I don't know, for me, Venom is, uh, Venom 1 was, was, was a great idea, mediocre though. Deliver, mediocre delivery. I don't, I'm surprised they got a sequel from that. Like yeah. to be completely honest, because it really didn't have as much impact. The, the story was kind of just drab. So he, then you to he, make a part two. But I think Sony is doing this to hinge on or hinging that if they continue with this one and and even one Morbius, which we have not heard, it was no. supposed to come out this year. That we haven't heard about anything other than they got pushed back to next year. Is that I think they're hinging on the fact that they want to in, in, like in like uh, expand on a Spider Verse because they do own rights to Spider Man. So as long as they're making movies to expand that universe regarding the villain side, that once they bring uh, Spider Man into it, it'll blow up like how they're hoping that it would do with MCU. I know, but so, it's it again goes back to the same whole thing with the, with the Schneider uh, Schneider whole thing. It's like you made a mis- the Venom was a mistake in the sense of how it was delivered was a mistake. And then you have all the data to support, to tell you what the mistakes were because if you're not going to deliver what people want to watch, 
They're just gonna stop trying to watch it. And now, because people don't want to go to the theater unless it's unless it, there's a draw for it, yeah, you can no longer hinge on the idea of well, it's Venom. Oh, so I'm gonna go to the theater. No, people are not gonna be like, nah. I'd rather I'd rather wait to. I, now people are more inclined to be like, I would rather wait for streaming for free or to see you know whatever versus. I'm going to go to the theater and with everything going on, it's, it's kind of a risk. So it's worth the risk. No, they're not saying that for the, for bad movies. So if they were to have, what they could have done is let's say Morpheus was a better storyline or a good, better movie. Come on Morpheus. And then try to reintroduce the sequel to Venom with a way better story, with a way better like introduction of how everything was done. And then that people would be more likely to watch it. But right now, basically what I'm saying is they're causing a distrust in their fans to see like, well, the first one wasn't that good. And now you come out with a second one that's not going to be any better. It might even be worse. To, the trailer and then so to, to you're hurting the profits to Morpheus because then it'll be like, well, you couldn't come out with these two movies any better. I don't trust this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like you're just building a more of a distrust. How they did, how DC did, Warner Brothers did with DC. But that's what I'm saying. That's 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 just bad. I mean, I, they I think they're way too reliant on these names. I mean, they, yeah, that, they're hinging on everything on Spider Man and Venom being one of the one of the top villains, or one of the most recognizable villains in the Spider Man universe. So they they they're holding on to like they know these names. They're gonna come. There's fans of these names, and they're gonna come to it because of that. Yeah, and and. and and you know something? They could have said this a year and a half ago. Pre-pandemic, they could have said this. And oh, yeah, they could, gonna... that was true. People are going to go to the theater one way or the other. Like I said, we were all under this very interesting idea where we went to the theater, period. It did matter. not matter. I like we used to go like three times a week sometimes. I At one point, I used to go to, I remember when I was, uh, I forgot how old I was. Uh, I know it was like early 20s. I used to do this thing with uh, our cousin John where we would go to the very first show and then once that movie ended, we go to the next one, the next one. Basically, we would end up watching like like three or four movies in a day. Just, you know, we just spend the entire day jumping from one theater to another, watching watching basically every movie we could fit into one day. Yeah. Like, that's what we used to do because we just, it was the enjoyable part of watching movies at the theater. But now people, you know, after all this gap and people started building a little theaters in the house and, and trying to find other ways to enjoy the movie. Like nah, you gotta you gotta convince me. You know which movie I think would do very well in the theater, which would like blow up in the theater right now. What something like an Avatar, like you got the technology that's so different and the glasses and everything that and the IMAX, you convince like that's a, something that nobody's gonna be able to recreate that experience at home. Yeah, no, definitely that will definitely get people to go and, and spend their money in the theater because that you're, that's you're something they they cannot recreate at home. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. But Venom, I think, is just gonna it's gonna end up hurting the numbers ultimately for any other sequel. Which then maybe that because this, let's say if it does so bad, they're never gonna release Morpheus. No, I think they will. I think this they already have the movie done, so they, doesn't matter. You know how many movies are complete, done? I'm talking about beginning, middle, end, done, recorded. Everything's with, done with the trailer and a no, no, no. Day. I'm saying, but I'm talking about oh, like I know, I know there's movies that are completely done that are shelved. I would love to sit there and do the research to find out which movies had trailers that never got released, and I guarantee you, there's a handful that maybe people just forgot. You know what? We're gonna look. We're gonna do that research. Just I just I think much. there's I think there's such a thing. So, right. but that's something like there. I know for a fact there's movies that were completed. Yeah. That 
have never uh, like have never been released. I know that for sure. All right, yeah. And last, let's well, let's yeah. get into this last topic, and we and this is more of a, a, a congratulations. So it's gonna go to Marvel for winning their first ever Emmy this weekend, this past weekend. So they they won it for mm-hmm. WandaVision. And they right now they won it for outstanding production design for a narrative program that is within thirty minutes and an outside fantasy and sci-fi costumes. So those are the two that they won it for this weekend. So I, I just found well, I knew about it, but yeah, so they haven't done the uh, a nominations for well, they have the nominations, but they haven't announced the winners for the other categories. They they did twenty. They have twenty three categories, and and I know one of them is with um, Elizabeth Olsen as the the lead actress, and then they have one for uh, uh, Catherine Hahn for supporting actress. So they they will. I think it's in October. No, not October. September nineteenth. I think mm. it's in two weeks from now. They're gonna do the actual full show red carpet. But yeah, so this is their first Emmy win for Marvel Studios. So I just want to say congratulations, and because people don't think people people backhand comic book movies and TV shows because they don't consider it actual movies, which I think is bullshit because they they have more story, more stru- story structure. No, and, and Disney Disney did a great job of kind of combining the two. Because I mean, if they do that as a normal structure, where it's like they'll come out with a movie and then a TV show. A TV series in the middle of it. Let's that say they come out, it. Huh? like that complements exactly. It. That kind of perpetuates the story, but the same level of production, same level of story, same level of, of writing of everything. of everything that you would get in a movie. I mean, it would just you would have people talking about it forever, like because obviously, like I said, right now we have to get used to a different type of media consumption when it comes to movies versus streaming versus TV shows. Like all this stuff, like it's getting it's getting different. Yeah. So if Disney can 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 like lay out the foundation of something new, because I think that WandaVision was something new. It was a TV show that was equivalent of watching a huge production Marvel movie. Yeah. That was that was different. That's not that that I mean, not to say it's never been done, but it's never been done by Disney or by Marvel. I mean. Yeah. And, and when it comes to that, well, so yeah, because people would say age. Uh, Agent Carter or Agents of Shield, but no, but those you are could t- tell they were they're, 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 they were episodic. In yeah, the sense, are, like there was a lot of filler episodes. There was a lot of little backstories, stuff like that. These were the anthologies, limited series anthologies. Well, because they were TV shows that were trying no, no, to I'm last. Oh no, 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 yeah, 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 that was. But I love that. I wish TV shows were more like that because I think the TV. Sh- I love TV shows, but it feels like a lot of TV shows just try to perpetuate the show itself. So they try to figure out. They'll start throwing extra stories, extra backstories, extra whatever, that you're so far off the original concept of the show by the end of it. Like, But then you got like shows that last like five, six seasons. But if you were to do something like, like Spanish soap operas do it, where you literally, you do a show for one season only or literally maybe two seasons only, but you know from the beginning to end how it's going to go. Yeah. Doesn't matter how people love it, hate it, whatever. You just end it. Like... Like as big as a fan of I am, I was a Supernatural because I am a huge fan of Supernatural. I think technically it was supposed to end the fifth season. I wouldn't have hated it. I mean, it would. Su- I love the show, and I, I'm happy to keep on. Wa- I'm happy to keep on watching it. But if it ended the fifth season, I would have been just as happy because that's that's where the show you can tell had that closed ending. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, true. 
But just last thing to say, thank uh, congratulations to Marvel for winning the first Emmys. Congratulations. I like that. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at from my mom's garage or email us at FMMG. Uh, sorry, FMMG podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, thoughts or concerns or topics you want us to discuss. As always, tell a friend, send a friend or bring a friend. See you next week. Bye.